Barber's Session is officially here. Hosted by Chris Basio, Christian Perez, this podcast is for barbers by barbers. And we're going to be focusing on different topics in the industry, product reviews, interviewing some of the biggest names in the industry, and we're going to be letting you know what it takes to be successful behind a chair. The day-to-day grind of being an entrepreneur is real, even in the barber industry. And we're in one of the greatest industries of all time, ever, one of the oldest ones. And man, I just love it. I'm excited about what's to come. So what's going on, Chris? How you doing, bro? Doing good. How was your week? It was cool. What we just have passed by just now? But we, what we just passed by? What, what just, this weekend, we had some... That oh, pretty big, the barber session. Oh, yeah, the barber session. The barber session. Barber session was good, man. Hey, I appreciate everybody who came out to the barber session. It was a good experience. It, it was better than we expected as far as the showing, man. So Absolutely. Shout out to everybody. And, and that was dope. But, yo, listen, tonight, guys, we have somebody who's a special guest. I, You know, I don't know him as well as Christian does. But from what I've heard, he's definitely a hidden gem in our industry. He's somebody that has a lot of experience, has accomplished a lot, not just behind the chair, but outside of the chair. And when it, when, when it comes to Tampa... Most of the barbers know know him. Most, uh, I would I would venture to risk to say that all barbers know who this guy is. Yeah, this guy has over twenty years, Basio, of experience as a professional. Over fifteen years of experience, and you know that little gel that we used to hate back in the day when customers came, came in with it. The, the, the you, gorilla, the mocha, the gorilla. You can jump on a pool and still have a mohawk. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows that gel. Everybody knows mocha. This guy brought that to the United States, bro. He brought that. Mm. Not Walmart. Mm. He Before did. Walmart? Before Walmart. Okay. So, we got, like I said, he's a special guest. So, Jesus, how you doing, bro? How you doing, Chris? Thank you for you two guys um, inviting me to this session. Really, really, uh, it's a good thing you guys are doing this for the barbers. Very proud of Christian. I know him for years. I used to cut his hair back in the days. <laughs> He's known me since my insurance days, bro. Since I was, I still have milk on my on my mustache. <laughs> if if I don't, if I quite remember, thinking you were like eighteen, nineteen. Wow. Yeah. That was a very long I'm, time ago. I'm, <laughs> just, just for those who don't know me, I'm thirty-two years old today. So that's I've known Jesus a very long time. I hey, I know Jesus when he opened up his first shop. Like he was nineteen and I was twenty. I was a young barber. I was wow. twenty-one. I was twenty-one, yeah. twenty-two. That's crazy. A lot of experience on this table. No, a lot of experience on the table, but <clears throat> something that we speak of, speak on all the time, Basio, is there's not enough barbers that use this as a platform. Mm-hmm. It's not just a career, but you can use it as a platform. Yeah. And has taken this platform oh, and man. done exactly that. Literally, I mean, people throw away their money. Just throw it away. Yeah. This guy's a businessman, an entrepreneur in... in, in the definition of an, of an entrepreneur, 100%. I read a book once, and it was called... Um, there's two books that come to mind when I think of Jesus. The first one's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You've read that book, no, Jesus? No, I haven't read Wow. You need to read that book, bro. That's, that's you. That's you. And the other <laughs> one is The Wealthy Barber. That's a book. I know. I've seen... I, I, heard, seen? I heard about that book. And that book's not about barbering. It's about building wealth with any profession. From barbering. You'd be surprised the people who, you know, you expect to not have anything. They're smart with their money. They're smart individuals. They have big dreams, big goals, and they do something about it. 
And I think, Jesus, you represent that, especially for us barbers. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting those <laughs> words. Um, well, what can I say? Uh, I started young. I started at 13, oh, I was 13 years old when I started uh, cutting hair. Mm. I, I, I did it as a hobby. I'm pretty sure every barber, that's how they start. Yeah. And, and like I went to school, I did what I had to do, joined the army, got out, went to college, did it for years. I was still cutting hair, always cutting hair. I just didn't know that was, that's the profession I was gonna do actually for years and make money off. Mm -hmm. Like the way, um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm rich, but I like using reinvest. To, I like to reinvest my money. Yeah. Um, I know that I'm not the type of the type of barber that uh, makes two hundred dollars and go clubbing. Yeah. I did that. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say I did it when we, I was we, young. We've I mean, all done I, it. <laughs> yeah, we all have done it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I was very uh, limited when it comes to spending my money. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go to the club. I'm just gonna spend two hundred, mm -hmm. while all the barbers they make four hundred. And they spend it all, yeah. we, just because they have the idea that the next day they're gonna make another four hundred. Yeah, and it's back. true, they're gonna make four hundred, mm. and make six hundred, eight hundred, a thousand. But they have to remember when you're a barber, you're gonna be a good barber, and it's it's a phase, it's a time. You have a time limit, and mm. that's a lot of the barbers don't see. What 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 do I mean by the time limit? Um, when you're young, when you're from 21 up to 28, everybody wants to get a haircut by you. Mm. You're in high school, you're young, you, 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 you look good. So every young kid wants to get a haircut by you. Once you turn 30, 31, 32, this profession is gonna start kicking you out. And if you don't make the right decisions, um, then you're, you're gonna be like, what did I do? Well, this money I was making when I was young. Yeah. And barbers, they need to realize that before they before this profession started kicking you out. Wow, you're just straight throwing heat right from the beginning because I did not expect that. And <laughs> me as a barber, because I'm behind the chair myself and so is Basio, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure, I, I, safe to say, I've never looked at it that way I thought about it, but it makes sense. I keep it cutting hair. Sense. I keep cutting hair. Oh, I, know, I, I, I know still you do. keep cutting hair because that's what I like. That's what I love. But what I'm saying is w what you're saying makes sense. Because when I was that young kid and I would walk into the shop, I'm not going to go sit with that old man over there, man. I'm exactly. going to go to the young guy <laughs> over here that's that exactly. I can relate to. That makes sense. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's uh, that's crazy. And and to hear you say that, I always say, um, no matter how much money I make, I always cut hair because it's what I like. It's what I love to do. Exactly. And you know, it doesn't have to. You don't have to be breaking your back, cutting twenty something heads in a day, but do what you love. And I know, um, Jesus, you do a lot of styling, right? When you cut hair. Oh yeah, I do um, a lot of. Uh, nowadays, you have to. Yeah. Like before, when we used to do like just a regular fade or blowout, you just put some hair gel, don't you? <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Now we're going into a different direction. Now we're competing with hair salons. Mm -hmm. why, do, why do I say that? Because now we got different styles. Now we got a comb over. Everybody wants a comb over. Yeah. So what you got to do? You have to know how to style hair to do a comb over, the right comb over. A lot of the barbers, they, they say, oh, I can do that haircut. They just flip the hair to the side, do a line, wherever the barber thinks the line is right. <laughs> and oh but they don't, they don't, they don't, they forget about the basics of how the, the, the hair grow and which direction. Mm -hmm. 
So not everybody's going to have it on, on the same, the, the part is not going to be right on the same line mm-hmm. or wherever you think is right. No, you have to follow the hair, how the hair grows. It's very important. Cause I see a lot of I see a lot of comeovers and I'm like, are you guys serious? I mean, and they and and they're barbers. They're barbers out there with 10, 15 years of experience. Yeah. And and they and I see a lot of barbers putting pictures in Facebook, Instagram, and, and I'm like, I just don't say nothing. I just what can I what can I say? I just but I, I wish I wish um everybody every barber has a little bit of um like a, a good mentor, a good uh, somebody that can actually rely on 24-7. Me, personally, I have a few barbers here that they come, they tell, they call me and they tell me, hey, Jesus, how do you do this? How do you do that? I help them all the way. Yeah. But for me to do something like Chris Basio has a YouTube channel, and which is an excellent idea. I'm very proud of him, too. Uh, on Chris, Christian right here, my friend, he helps a lot of barbers going through the steps of learning. It's very, very encouraging, very, very professional. Very, what, what these two guys are doing here in this profession when it comes to opening barbershops and, and giving up an opportunity to new barbers is, is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, when I was their age, not that I'm saying that I'm old, I'm, I'm 36 <laughs> years old, just in case, but I've just been in this field for, for a lot of years. Yeah. I used to talk to barbers and at my, at my time when I used to talk to barbers it was hating time mm-hmm. we, we, we weren't working together yeah. even though I, I used to spend time my own time and, and teaching the barbers how to make more money they weren't just listening to me so mm-hmm. I was like you know what I just gotta focus on my own thing and that's how, that's how, and that's how I've been doing it and so uh, like I said, there's, I have no hate about barbers doing the Instagram, the Facebook thing. It's more power to them. I'm very proud of them because they're taking our profession, which is barbering, to another level. Mm-hmm. And, and if there's anything I can do to help them make it better, and I would do it without a doubt. Yeah. You know, Because I was, I was there years ago when there was no Facebook. And I was talking to barbers, and I was like, "Yo, we need to work together." You were there before MySpace. Exactly before MySpace. That's crazy. Before High Five. Before High Five. Let me ask you a question, Jesus. How'd you build your clientele during those days? Look, because um, guys are depending on social media these days. Very easy. Discipline, um, loyalty, and you have to be there. You have to be in the shop. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you straight up. When I started this business, I used to do one haircut a day, one haircut, because I, I I before I established myself, I was from shop to shop looking around, uh, where I'm gonna go, where I'm gonna go next. Well, I, this barbershop is gonna be better. No, 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 no. You need to look for a nice environment where you can fit in. Do your due diligence. You stay in the shop. But you stay. You have an. You have to have a certain schedule. You cannot be like today. I'm gonna be here at nine, and tomorrow I'm gonna be there at ten. Tomorrow I'm gonna be yeah. at eleven. That's gonna mess up the entire game, and you're gonna hurt the barbershop. Mm. Period. Um, I was working Monday through Saturdays. I only. I only was doing one, two haircuts a day. Even the barbershop owner was like, "Jesus, I know it's slow," and I used to tell the barbershop. Don't worry. I know my skills. I know they're gonna come back. Mm-hmm. 
So I know in six months, I only need six months to pick it up, and I know all my bar, all my clients are gonna return, and and it's gonna double up. Yo, I, I gotta stop you right there, <laughs> so, and I'm sorry that I gotta stop you, man. But were you here? In disguise at the barber session last week? No, man. You this sure? Is, this is just experience. You, you wow. sure? Because Basio spoke on success behind the chair. That was his topic and how to build a clientele. And his PowerPoint or his, his, his the, the name or the, the subject title was The Power of One. If you can do one a day, if you can make sure that you follow first one in, last one out, and you can ensure yourself that you're going to do one walk in a day, just one. Right, yeah, that's And what you, you do one walk in a day, that's six a week. And you keep half of those in six months. You've got the clientele. Yeah. That's insane that you're literally <laughs> repeating exactly. what he's exact words. Six months. I guess we, we think alike. We think alike. That's you always gotta be in the shop. You don't leave. Can't leave. You, or, mean, or when people, I love when people, when barbers like Bob just said, "Oh, it's slow. I'm gonna leave early." What? what? No, no, that's the exact opposite. No, 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 no. So no. it's crazy to me that you're saying that because I haven't been cutting hair nowhere near as long as you, but I've had success behind the chair. And the mindset's the same. I, you know, I have my Instagram now. I just started pushing, you know, the whole social media because right. of YouTube, because of that. And, but before that, I had, I, I didn't even hand out business cards, nothing. I just made sure my butt was here first, and I was the last one to leave, and I was consistent, and I was disciplined, like you said. Right. And my skills did all the work for, for me. Yeah. It's skills and discipline. That's the yeah. key of success. Skills, discipline, and you need the right tools, right? Yeah, you need the right. Tools, you need the right tools. If anybody's in Tampa. I mean, you already know. I don't, <laughs> got, I don't got to plug it, man, but Jesus. No, but it's true. You have stopped at Jesus' shop at some point if you're a barber you in Tampa to. and bought supplies. Listen, I sna- no, but listen, listen to this. I Snapchatted. You weren't there. I Snapchatted your, bar- your barber supply, um, I think it was like a couple weeks ago. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that were hitting me up. Like, yo, where's this place at? Can you please <laughs> tell them where you're at? It's right on, on Florida Avenue. <laughs> 10410 North Florida Avenue, Tampa, 33612. <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to go do all the purchases you want. <laughs> <laughs> buy everything. Buy, buy everything. Buy, buy like buy 10 it. clippers. <laughs> <laughs> and if you find a, uh, a cheaper price, I'll beat it. There Period. That, that's, that's what I do. I just beat it. And here's, here's the price. I like, I like going to, to VIP Supply, not just to buy stuff, but just to be able to talk to Jesus because... You know, as you as you're hearing right now, the guy has a lot of experience. And when it comes to these tools, he's honest. When it comes to products, if I ask him, "You like that product?" He'll be straight up honest with you. If he doesn't like the product, he'll tell you. No, nah, it sucks. I've heard that from him. <laughs> yeah. So, if you want an honest guy, if you want somebody who has experience, if you want to buy from a barber selling to barbers, that's the right person to purchase from. Thank not you. Target, Thank not Walmart, not any of that crap. Mm-hmm. Buy from Jesus. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> no problem. Like I said, um. I mean, whenever we get something like uh, something new in the market, like any new clippers, uh, trimmers, I first uh, I hand it to my barbers. They, I, uh, we have a barbershop too as well, and um, we test all the clippers, the trimmers, and I get the feedback from every barber. Not just my barbershop, but I usually give it to I, I, I give the products to all the barbers from all different barbershops in the Tampa Bay area. Can I be a and tester? I want to be a tester. Of course, of course. And I already told Chris yeah. I was going to give him a pair of clippers too. Guys, if you watch my YouTube channel, which most of you do, um, I'm going to be testing some clippers thanks to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> some nice ones. VIP barber supply. <laughs> <laughs> so you make sure you test it with, with, with oh, everybody yeah, in Oh yeah, definitely. If they're garbage, uh, I'm not going to put it on my shelf, period. That's one is good. Um, if they're garbage, 
I'm not gonna sell something that uh, that does not work. Yeah. It's uh, it's against my it's against everything I believe. Period. Like I said, I've been a barber for so many years, and um, I just don't want the future barbers to start because they see things in Instagram or Facebook. They can say, "Oh, try this clipper," and I know it sucks. Yeah. I, I just don't say nothing because I'm polite. I just yeah, yeah. I don't even write anything. Yeah, I just yeah. I just I just read it <laughs> and I just leave it alone. I just don't hit like. Yeah. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, serious. But, but Facebook has a new thing where you can put like faces. You put like a, a reaction. Know, you put a uh, no, uh, no, no, I hate it face. No, because <laughs> that, that would make me a hater. So I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not a hater. I, I want everybody me. I want everybody to be successful. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it goes back to your core beliefs and what we were just speaking about <laughs> about the power of one. It's the same thing, same concept. Just instead of being behind the chair. It's the barbers because if you sell me a bad product and tell me, yeah, man, it's dope. Exactly. I'm not coming back. Exactly. Or whereas, like I said, the power of one, I come in and you give me a haircut and I don't like the haircut, I'm not coming back. Exactly. And that's that's very true. And actually, sometimes when people go come to my store, I give things for free. If they're not happy, or like, look, I'll give you your money back here. Yeah. So at least that client said, you know what, Jesus gave me the money back. I wasn't happy with the product. Yeah, because every everybody's preferences are different. All right, so yeah, yeah. Can't make everybody yeah. happy. hundred percent. I, I tried. Time. I tried. You yeah. know, I tried my best. Well, we we do that here sometimes. Some of the barbers, <clears throat> I wouldn't say get upset, but sometimes they look at me weird because any issue, any issue that we have with a customer, haircuts free. On the house. Next time's exactly. on the house. Exactly. No problem. They're like, man, you give away too many haircuts. No. No. no make no. sure the customer's happy. One hundred percent. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean that, and that's how we need to work. Uh, as a barber, as a professional, uh, that's the only way. If we if we want this industry to keep growing the way it's growing, and we need to have uh, better professionals, better yes. barbers, because if we don't, if we stop, the, like right now, then we're gonna start dying little by little. Yeah, I, we're definitely not in competition with one another. I mean, you're right down the road from from the North the, the Carrollwood location, and I asked you, do, you, do you charge more for your style? And what do you charge for prices? And you told me, and I didn't take that to be like, okay, I'm going to lower my prices. And I took it as like, yo, you know, I want to make sure we're on the same page and, and we're raising our prices together because we're in competition with what's going on in the economy, what's going on with inflation and all this stuff. And and we're so worried about competing with one another where we, we need to work together to get what we des- what we deserve, what we want to earn. And, and, and if we want to make more money we gotta do it together as barbers you know what I mean so and, and that's and that's the key right there when you say like we need to work together um, I think it's about time for the barbers to stop the hating each other um, mm-hmm. um, a couple of months ago I was in South America I uh, met some uh, barbers professional barbers and and they're like how we were like 10 years ago hating each other like yeah. saying writing stuff in Facebook oh this barber is like this this barber is like that yeah. and and I see how how the profession it, like from one place to another changes it's like they're behind 10 years but they're catching up wow so now here in the, in the United States um, we we we're growing so fast that we need to actually work smarter not harder yeah. and we need to work as a team what do I mean by a team? Just like Chris said, um, 
he went to the, uh, my barbershop. He said, how much are you charging for haircuts? And we we exchanged, uh, exchanged ideas. Yeah. Everything was good. But then you have another barbershop down the street charging $10. Yeah. So it's that sometimes it kind of brings you down. Yeah, no, that's not a problem. That well, the guy, does that not make your blood boil, well, man? It has yeah. to because we do this because we love it. But we can't do the styling like Jesus wants to do. I can't do the color enhancements and the, all the extras and spend all the time I want to on a haircut that I'm passionate about cutting and be able to be like, okay, it's 10 bucks. No. It's crazy. No, you can't. I'd be homeless. It makes my blood boil. I don't know about you guys. I know you may take things differently or Basio, but I drive by some of these places and I see $8 haircuts or $10 haircuts and I'm like... I mean, really? It, we just need to put a sign that we fix ten dollar haircuts. Oh yeah, we, oh, we did that. At, you guys at, did that at, already? At our, at our second location, no we way. A, uh, For I, real? I promise. You guys did that? At our second location, we have by, a. Uh, by the way, I didn't tell you, but that place closed down. It closed down. Yeah, a <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, there was a. Uh, there you go. There was a. Uh, um, um, what's the word, Basio? I'm, I'm trying to think of, like a a, a, a a cookie cutter place, like like a great clips right, type right, place. Right. Um, it was a franchise? Yeah, a yeah, franchise. franchise. Right across the street, and they had a big balloon that they would put out that said... Uh, every other month. They every other month they put it out. It's $7 haircuts or, mm-hmm. or $6 haircuts. $8. So $8. We, we went out, and we got a big banner, and we got a kid spinning the banner that says, we fix $8 haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tell you... Um, and I, I didn't I sh- know that's, that's crazy. They closed down. And and, and, gonna, and you're going to see more franchises shutting yeah. down oh, yeah. because of us. Yeah. Because actually, yeah. we are growing. Uh, yeah. This industry is growing... And like I said, we need to keep it professional. We cannot, because every time, we need to change the whole idea, the entire idea of how people think when they say, "Oh, you go to that to a barbershop." Yes. Why people? That why what bothers me is when people, when professionals, they keep going, they keep going to uh, franchises like mm-hmm. like supercuts yeah. and these cookie cutter places yeah. instead of a barbershop. And yeah. then. Because I used to have a, a couple of doctor clients, and yeah. I'm like, why do you keep going to those places? Very easy. A professional, such as a doctor, a lawyer, a uh, businessman, he doesn't like to go to noisy places. Yeah. He doesn't like, he, okay, barbershop is great, great atmosphere, jokes, all you yeah. want. But if you keep a professional environment, doing the jokes and all this stuff, we're gonna have more professionals like attorneys and doctors going to our barbershops and they're gonna stop going to franchises. Yeah. That's when, once we start behaving like professionals, then we're gonna have professionals. If yeah. we keep joking around, we keep messing around, we're just gonna have kids from high school. Yeah. And and that's what basically, how the barbershops started getting crowded because kids from high school like going to barbershops mm-hmm. very simple but when they grow when they turn into professionals into engineers they stop, com- they stop coming over here why because they don't see it as a very friendly environment for their kids and all that stuff well it's like, it's like all of us when we grow up i don't i don't really go to the some of the clubs that i used to go to when i was a jit because yeah. i grew up so it's just like that. It's like, hey, I used to go there when I was when I was fifteen, sixteen. I used to go to the barbershop, but but I we, grew up. But we can change that. Absolutely, we, we, absolutely. we can change that. If we if we turn into a very, like professionals, like we are. I mean, because you have to think like that. You want to make money. Uh, some barbers they complain, oh, I didn't make no money. You don't make no money because you're not a professional. Yeah. Period. But once you turn into a professional, you're gonna be making money no matter what. Yeah. You attract who you are. Ex- correct. And then. Even though in my barbershop, they tell me, Jesus, how come this, your client pay you more than, than our clients pay us? Because I'm a professional. Yeah. They, your client might pay you $20. My client pays me 30 to 40 
Yeah. That simple. Why? Because I, I give them time. I, I, I greet them. I'm a very professional barber. When it comes, I'm on point, I'm well, on time when it comes to the appointments. It even very goes, simple. It even goes as far as what do you conversate about? Do Correct. you conversate about girls and going to the club or do you conversate about professional things? Correct. And that's that's another thing that barbers need to work on. That we need to start having more um, education, more yeah. of um, more have being knowledgeable, not just in clubbing, rims, shoes. We need to start start Thank you. knowing about history. Uh, I don't like talking about politics. Politics and religion I keep and out that's, of the shop. Those two things, I, yeah. yeah, you have to. They, yeah. But sports, um, different culture, the history, yeah. things that, you know, if you if you have a client that's an engineer, talk to him about art, buildings, mm-hmm. and things like numbers. They're going to yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. You're going to get into their world, and that's how you're going to have a client for life. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, then you have a client for life. Yeah, I don't think an engineer wants to talk about Prada. Club yeah, Prada. I mean, <laughs> listen, I, I've had instances, for example, you know, I've had clients, I have clients that drive from other cities, half hour, hour, just to get a haircut. And for a, for a lot of it, and they'll be honest with me, it's not just about the haircut. They can get a great haircut from Jesus right, right down the street. But it's just, they feel like they get value in two different ways. And it's the conversations, conversations. that we have. And it's the, the knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge. I, like, they, I got people that come to my chair just to, Jesus, uh, I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, where should I invest? Mm. I talk about stocks, from buying yeah. houses, from yeah. opening businesses. I, I kind of opened my clients' minds on, like, what do they like? Cause a lot of clients, are they're not happy with what they do. Yeah. And that's our job to guide them to, through the right path. Because yeah. if you like what you do, you're going to be very successful. Yeah. If you don't like what you do, then stop doing what you're doing and change yeah. you know you don't need to be in one place or doing one thing that you don't like it makes no sense in life mm-hmm. life is too short you know life is too short and if you like cutting hair be the best barber if you you're in it, if you're going to be an engineer be the best engineer be the best you know be, or be the best doctor you know what mm-hmm. i mean when you go to the doctor you're going to tell me not every doctor is a good doctor a lot yeah. of the doctors right now nowadays they just there because of the money yeah now a lot of kids are turning into barbers because they want to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna, we see a lot of kids going to barbering school oh, just yeah. because of the money, not because they want to cut a hair. Yeah, yeah. And and I get a lot of barbers coming to my shop. He says, let me get a job. I let them, I tell them, I, I'm straight up with them. I want you to cut a hair, I want hair. And I tell you, if you have talent, I keep you. If you don't have talent, I send you to another barber shop and then you come back. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Okay. You know, and and and, and they listen. And they listen, or or I, I kind of place them to different barbershops. That's what I basically do. I don't turn nobody down. I kind of I like guide guiding them through, you know, through the right path. Well, I, I myself got guidance from you. You know, oh, I, I remember. You. Yeah. I remember the That's first right. time, uh, the first time Jesus came to our, our first location, Baldio, mm. and uh, he had that conversation with me and Danny that I hated. I hated that conversation you had with me, by the way. Because I was, I was an owner. I was too cool for school. I was sitting in the back. And Jesus said, mistake number one. You need to be sitting up front. I remember that conversation. And I said, Jesus, no way, bro. I'm not moving up front, man. It's hot. The TV's not up. Nah, man. I want to be. No. You need to set the tone. You need to set the tone. You need to be up front. And I remember when I moved up front, it was a game changer. It changed everything because then everybody literally, not that they fell in love, because we, we have phenomenal barbers, 
Yeah. We have really good barbers. We've been we've been really blessed. Bosnia knows that. Everybody here is awesome mm-hmm. and professional. But it changed the game because I set the tone. Mm-hmm. And when I set the tone, everybody else falls in line. Exactly. You, you turn know, they, into their they leader. Lead, lead by example. Exactly. And it just it changed the game. One just something so small, a small piece of advice like that changed the game for us. And now now that you're talking about uh, when you first opened the shop, I remember when uh, Chris, he was afraid. And I told him, yeah. be afraid. <laughs> you know, you got a nice location. You already know. Um, even, trust me, I told him, it's going to work. Because I came by with him and uh, he told me about the area. I like, yeah. I, th- I think it's a good spot. You know what I mean? Just just, just try. What's, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Okay. You, well, shut it down, then you open another one. Or you go yeah. to a different location, period. You just got to try it. Yeah. And then he tells me, yo, Jesus, oh, how was, he was telling me, asking me, how was the shop? Was your shop busy? I'm like, don't worry about my shop. <laughs> don't worry about nobody's shop. You got to concentrate in your shop. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, and, he, and I asked him, how many did you do? Oh, I did 12. You did great. You did yeah. excellent. Because yeah. tomorrow is going to be another 12, and the next week is going to be 24. Mm. You just got to get, get a few barbers in there, just one or two, they can back you up while you're cutting hair. And then you grow little by little. And like, now nah, look, look at you guys. Now you got what three successful barbershops? Yeah. Excellent. That, I admire that a lot. I talked to, I talked to a lot of barbers about you guys. How you guys started, how everything needs to be done. Very disciplined. It has to have. Success comes with discipline. Yeah. Uh, I always said, if you don't have discipline, don't open no business. Yeah. Don't don't even open a business because you're gonna be just giving the rent to a, a, a landlord that doesn't even care if you if you're gonna be successful. You'll be successful or, Yeah, and then you're gonna. If anybody needs a barber, by the way, this is the guy that I go to. Anytime I need a barber, I just call up and say, you got anybody? He's got like an <laughs> endless, because he sells supply to everybody yeah. in Tampa, this guy has an endless Rolodex. Because so, I need a barber. Yeah, I got a guy, bro. Hold yeah. up. <laughs> I'll text you. How you I'll need him? You need, a, yeah. <laughs> you need Spanish? You need young? You need old? What do you need? What do you need? <laughs> And then he tells me, Jesus, what do you think about this barber? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen him cut. You, 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 you give him a try. You know what I mean? You have to give him a try. You know, you got. He has. He has to go by, you know, ask him questions, make him cut, cut hair. If he has talent. Keep him. He, he. I mean, every barber that gets out of school, they think they're great barbers. But once they, they go into the barber shop, it's not the same. It's cool. a different. It's a different game. We've all been there, man. It's a, yeah, it's a different. We've game. all been there. Hey, so um. Me just it's been in the back of my mind the whole time is I want to bring up Moco, Moco de Gorilla. Oh right. And the reason why I want to bring it up is because you had to have played some type of part of the success of that company. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> I only I started the business with only like two hundred dollars. Wow. That that, wow. that 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 two hundred dollars turned into And and before you start, I, I just wanna edify this point. Because I've been in three different shops and if we didn't carry it here, people were coming in asking like clockwork every single day asking where can I get Moco? Where can I get Moco? We wouldn't have any, we'd be we're, out. We're we'd be another, sold out. We're in another zip code. There's no the product <laughs> that's sold faster than, than Moco. Not gummy, not elegant. Moco sold like crazy like drugs yes like, like crazy dr- that's it the was. perfect that's, how it was. that's the perfect that's how it was. yes i was so i remember clients loved it 
I hated it as a barber. <laughs> people come in, you cannot yeah, cut we, through it. Uh, we applied it, and then they would come in without we'd have to, without washing but it out. But they freaking loved it, and we sold Basio, it. Is 20. that is that the only product that you can literally jump in the ocean and still come out, and your hair looks yeah, the same? It, it, it was cement. You gotta remember, <laughs> before Moco, I started with Punky Junkie. Yeah, man, the, the, punky the, that was the, the main, the main yeah. one, Punky Junkie. Then mm-hmm. Moco got bigger. So yeah. you, so you started with two hundred back on track. You started with two hundred, okay, yeah. turned into. So I just wanted to edify that point, how big Moco was. But go ahead. Well, um. Like like Chris said, that it was selling like crack. I remember I used to uh, buy containers. I started buying containers. <laughs> containers. Started from two hundred to containers. To containers. Two hundred dollars <laughs> to containers. Um, it was. I, I had the the market. It was very. It was a good product. Yeah. That's the main thing. <clears throat> I believed in it. Yeah. That's another thing. You need to believe in your product. If you don't believe in your product, don't sell it. Simple as that. Um, and when I used to. Even my barbers were shocked because I used to drop the, the pallets, like each pallet had like maybe 200 cases. Cases, and not cases. Gels, cases. And people were coming from all over Tampa, yo Jesus, taking 10 <laughs> cases at a time. Like, I was like, oh my God, you sent me another container. <laughs> now I need another container. And, just, and, and I started moving the, uh, the hair gel all the way to New York, um, New wow. Jersey, Boston. Uh, this is one individual, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You're the Escobar of hair gel. <laughs> oh, Floyd Avenue. <laughs> You're the Pablo and, Escobar and, 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 of hair gel, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I thought I was. Listen, <laughs> I thought I was. And I'm going yeah. to share my, um, okay. my biggest mistake. And, mm. and I hope you guys learned this from me. Cause, get, uh, get, get your notepads out. Yeah. I fell in love with the product. Mm. You never do that. Mm. You, you fall in love with the product that is making you so much money. And then when they take it out, they take it out of your hands. You feel like it's the end of the world. Like, mm. like you have no, you don't know what to do anymore because you you get so used to of making that amount of money to like nothing, and you're like, what do I do now? And that's that's my best advice. Do don't ever, ever fall in love with no product. Use it, uh, sell it, expand. I mean. Use it as a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, but don't <coughs> fall in love with it. Once it's done, it's like a stage. It's like a bar- like we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago. The barber has a stage when you're 21 to 29, 28 years old. It's only just a, it's a phase, and you need to make as much money as possible and be smart about it. Get the money together and invest it in something else. Mm. That's the best thing you can do, because um, it gets tiring. At the end of the day, it's gonna get tiring, and now. Now we see the product in Walmart, but it's not the same product that I used to sell. Why? Yeah, nowhere near. No, not even, not, not, not even close. Oh, they now it's, it. now, yeah, now it's water. It's yeah. water. It's, it's watered yeah. down. Because that's they, why it's so cheap. They had to, they had to extract as much profit as course, possible. Yeah, of course. And I don't sell it. I mean, I don't have nothing against the product. I know the actually the owners. I, I, um, I of went, to, I went to Mexico and everything. I met the, and he was the one who told me, Jesus, we, we cannot give you, uh, the, uh, the distribution. Uh, there's no way but I was like but I'm selling so much of it you need yeah. to give me the distribution I started the whole game Yeah. and then I was like you're taking this away from me why would you do that you know what I mean you made me you made me yeah, literally because there was no Facebook there was nothing so I had to do all the footwork yeah. by myself Wow. and um, I did all this work and now you're going to take it away from me and then I, I was I was mad I was like the but then me. I turned around and I was like you know what I understand it's, it's obvious I know I know you have the greatest product if it, if it will be my product I would love to put it in every single store. So, so, so yeah, I but, I asked them for a time frame because I needed to get rid of my containers. I was like, <laughs> dude, you already sold me containers, so I'm like, yeah. I need to get rid of this product. Yeah. So he was like, I'll give it two years. 
Wow. I'm like, and I had two years to make more money, and that was it. Wow. After that, then I stopped. I, I can see how you. That was upset, heartbreaking, though. and that was no. I was very I can see, upset because you literally, even though you, you understand his perspective, but you created. Yeah, you created the, the, network. the buzz. You I created had, the network. I you had, created. I had the network. Here's yeah. my thing, and we see it all the time, not just in the barber industry, but in the stylist industry, in the cosmetology industry. They use the professionals. Yeah, they as they, that's how you felt. felt they're soldiers, you. pretty mm-hmm. much, to mm-hmm. build the brand, to build the name, because we're the people that they listen to. We have the rapport with our clients to say, "This is the client that. This is the product that is for you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work." And then all of a sudden, they get. They become a six hundred million dollar company, and they're like, "We want to become a billion dollar company." Don't need you no more. And there's only one way to do it: just throw away the Jesuses and go into the WalMarts. Exactly, and that's exactly what happened. I'm not saying I don't like. I said I don't hate the company. Yeah. I, I still keep, we keep in touch. I mean, that's what they had to do for the. Yeah, but like I said, very important. Again, that time frame you need to save money. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then reinvested in something else something useful something that's going to make you more money because just like the company wanted more money you want more money too as well and that's just a chain but you have to be smarter about it that's all the majority of barbers never make this a career because they don't know anything about investing they don't know the importance of it they don't they don't even know about paying taxes that's that's the saddest part that's a, that, you know that's the saddest part. I tell you they, what they look. Hey, Zeus, they we had look, a CPA at, we had our, a class, CPA at our class. Yes, and he oh, spoke excellent. and He's, he answered questions because we know how important that is. It, it, they don't know. I like sc- you said, I school every barber that goes to my store about paying taxes, and because I tell you what, I don't, this is the, the the idea that the barbers have in their mind. They look at it as an enemy. No, yeah, the W two is like, your friend. See, they like <laughs> making a thousand dollars a week, but they don't want to pay pay their share. I mean, it's obvious. You know, when you start in the, in this profession, you're like you want to make as much money as much money as possible. But you, yeah. but whenever you go to the a dealership, want to buy a car, you cannot. You don't even qualify for a car. You don't even qual- You make this much money, but you don't even. You don't. Even, you can't even buy a house. Can't That's the saddest you, part. You make more money than professionals, some professionals, and you can't even buy a car. You and, can't and go buy a Honda. You can't even buy a, a house. That's Nothing. the saddest part. You know, because when you're a barber, you have kids, you have a family, you want to buy a house. You know how many barbers I have and come into the barber supply store? Barbers. And they ask me, yo, Jesus, how, I want to buy a house. And I, I tell it's very simple. She, I'm giving you a receipt. Just and deduct it <laughs> from all your expenses. Very simple. Don't be afraid. Just because, and I, that's another thing. A lot of barbers think, oh, if I claim 12000 I just pay a little money. Mm-hmm. If you claim 15000 to 30000 Believe me, there's not that much of a difference when you yeah. pay, when you st- when you pay back on taxes, even fifty thousand or seventy thousand, you pay a little bit extra, yeah. yeah. But you, you get to deduct more. Yeah. It's very simple. It, it it doesn't take like the smarter person to figure it out. I want. But a lot of barbers are afraid of paying taxes. Yeah. But the, the, there's a saying that me me Danny and Bosley always 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 say. Not a saying, but you know we always when, when the subject comes up, mm-hmm. if I'm paying taxes, that means that we're doing good. Of course. Like yeah. I want to pay taxes, I'll be happy writing a check because I know I made money. I know. Like some, people, some people are like, "Oh man, for example, I know you, you've had the conversation, Bosie. I'm sure you have in the barbershop. Oh man, if I hit the lotto, man, they're, they're taking half. Yeah. Are you? Cr- that's the check that I would love to write. <laughs> There's a guy. His uh, his name is Grant Cardone that I listen to, and he's a self development guy. He's a um, he's an educational guy, right? And he's like, my goal every single year is to pay 
a million dollars more in taxes than I did the year before. Because I know I made more money. 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 That's, so that's all you need to focus I on. I want to give you some insight um, from outside of, of, of your store. There are barbers who are mad that you tax. Oh, I know. I ha- but I have to. I have no choice. It drives me insane, though. It's like, what do you mean you're mad at him for taxing? <laughs> what? That means he's, he's legitimate. He's running a business. He's running a real business. Exactly. And you should want that receipt yeah. so that you can write it off. I get, I get barbers asking me, Jesus, do you have any extra receipts? Because I don't pay taxes. I, I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> the other I day. The, the IRS is not listening. <laughs> no, no. It, it's, it's very normal. And, yeah. and, and I get that a lot. I, mm. I had a barber. He had a problem. Jesus, I need a receipt so I can put it on my taxes. Like, did you buy from me? Yeah. And I told him. He was like, no, no, I didn't buy from you. I cannot give you a receipt because I, I, I have a copy. It's like you got you buy something today. In two weeks, you can come back to my story. Here, Jesus, uh, I throw away my receipt. Look, it's right here. Boom, boom. Yeah, because if they audit him, they can audit you. Uh, you know how much money I pay on sales tax? Your yeah. sales tax? But it's not my money. I just got to collect it for the government. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and I have to be legit I cannot if I'm not legit I cannot grow yeah. if I cannot grow then what am I in this business for yeah. wow for that I'd rather just be a professional go um, work as a, any professional work for any big company yeah so you yeah. speaking of growth what's your vision what do you see Jesus 10 I'll, years from now what's next for you I want to do nationwide <coughs> distribution mm. nationwide that's that that's my goal, and if I can do overseas, I'm do, I'm actually do, we're doing overseas now, but uh, my main thing right now in the United States we have 330, 333 million people, mm-hmm. so we need I need to start here, Florida. They all use hair products. I just started, and I I didn't want to go overseas, but kind of the, the, the clients are forcing me. The people that are requesting Jesus, you got good prices, please send it to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. Here, here's the prices if, if you buy a pallet. If yeah. you buy a pallet, I, I just want to sell cases. Yeah. Big cases. I, I cannot do two, three clippers sending overseas. I, I cannot do that. Yeah. But if you buy a pallet. Make sense. Yeah, of course. They still make money. Yeah. So. Right? You know, everybody makes money. Everybody's happy. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you want worldwide, worldwide distribution. That's, that's, that's sick. I mean, worldwide distribution it would be woof. If I, if I get to the, that, then I. Then I don't know. Ooh. I don't think I won't have time to cut hair no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do cut it. I've been cutting hair but way less than what I used to. What yeah. I used to, because my clients that I've been having clients for years, fifteen yeah. years, and they understand. They can actually they book my. Uh, they, I do online booking, mm-hmm. and I tell them, yeah, book me for like two hours. Even though your haircut is gonna take me thirty minutes, yeah, just book me for two hours because I, I, I need a time frame yeah. so I can put my time into something else. Yeah. And we we spoke on it last week. You should see. Have you ever seen Jesus cut? No, I haven't. You seen should Jesus. see this guy cut, bro. Let me. Let me he say cut with style, quick. bro. Jesus has been in the industry for twenty plus years, and he's booking online. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, you old heads that make fun of like everybody exactly. for doing anything new, yo. Like, I have to. I have to. <laughs> the only people that involved. doesn't book with me are my old old clients. Yeah. Like they're 60 yeah. they're like Jesus I'm not gonna do no online booking with you yeah. they are like but okay you, you can call me you call you're me you're always learning bro you're always adapting to the times you're always I, I, we have to we have, always growing. we have no choice and if we don't adapt to what's going on now there's no way we're behind. gonna grow mm-hmm. there's no way we're gonna go or, you, or you're gonna let behind and, and and of course watching. yeah there's a lot of barbers they, they, they're like right now they don't they, 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 they wanna stay old school mm-hmm. 
and oh, yeah, that's the way it is. So like, I, I don't, I don't even argue with them. I'm like, okay, that's the way you want to do things. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But I, I, as as a professional, because they come to my barber supply, my job is to advise them. Like, yeah. look, we're in the same profession. It works. Trust me. I already tried it. It's nice, clean. It's it's less time consuming for you. You gotta invest, and that's what barbers are scared about investing. Spend money. They don't want to spend money. They they just want to have. Depends on the age group. If you're a barber yeah. from 19 to 26, you just want to be the club, different well, girlfriends, this yeah. and that. I remember when, when, when we started. I remember oh, getting. I remember. When, 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 we, when me and Bosio started, I remember <clears throat> getting so many phone calls. You remember Bosio? Because I think we were like the second, maybe the third, if not the first, barbershop to have an app. We were the first. And I remember getting phone calls. No, they had an app. They had book online yeah, booking bo- online integrated booking integrated into it. Yeah, and I remember getting phone calls left and right. I got phone calls from Jersey, Jesus. I got phone Everywhere. calls from California. How'd you do it? How'd you do, How'd it? you guys do it? How'd you guys do it? And I'm a firm believer in so about your sharing knowledge. Right, right, hey, right. This and, and, and this, that's this the way and this, to grow. This and this guy did it. I'll give you his number. How much did it cost? Well, it cost you got to invest. <laughs> oh, what was it like? Thirty five hundred. I don't remember how much it was. Whatever. Yeah, it was, the point it was, is that it was a few thousand dollars. Ten out of ten times. How much? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> okay. And that's how barbers think. And, and that's, that's how barbers why think. our retention rate. About to be four barbershops later. About to be four barbershops now. Nice. We're crazy. There you go. Our retention rate is insane. Because if you, Jesus, like you were talking earlier, Boss just said he don't even give out business cards. If a customer comes in, you give him that service, you said that A-plus service, yeah, right? Yeah, That's what and you need say, to do. Hey, you got a business card? No, but we have an app. You have a what? I have an app. You can download the app and you can make an appointment right to your phone. What? They instantly download the app. They walk I'll out of your barbershop and you go see your friend. Your friend's like, man, that's a dope haircut. Where'd you get it at? Oh, I lost the business card. No. They never, nobody's ever without their phone. They want to brag about the fact that their shop has Yo, Can you believe app. this? There's an app. <laughs> and that's an excellent idea. So that, 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 that was the greatest idea ever. Um, now, like I said, barbers just just afraid of investing. They, they invest. just won't. They just so won't. To a lot of that, them won't do it. To touch on that point, um, as a as a barbershop owner, mm-hmm. um, if if you do the numbers when it comes to finance, if if you don't have a lot of revenue, a lot of um, I call it like leftovers after you pay all your bills. If you have a lot, then it's good to reinvest. If you don't have enough. Then they won't. It's not that wise. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, there's always. Um, if you have as a business owner, as a, as a, as an ent- entrepreneur, you have to risk. Like I always say, if you don't risk, you won't gain. Business people, you lose money. You, you like gaining. You like making money. You have to learn how to lose money. You're so going to lose money. You yeah. have to. I, you know, so, I so much money. If I tell you how much money I lose, you will like. Yeah. <laughs> lose that, sleep that, that, but that's how it is. That's how business works. That, you know, you lose, you make money, and you lose money. If you if you know how, if you learn those two things, then you you you. I think you're gonna be very successful. Yeah. And don't be the guy who loses money one time and says it doesn't work. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Then it's, then you're just backing up. That's part of the game, baby. It's yeah. part of the game. So to touch on um, barbers not wanting to invest in their craft. I I have a video on my YouTube channel and it talks. I I had an aha moment when you said that, and I and it's it's really me asking the audience. And I'm asking, why don't we have a Paul Mitchell, a Vidal Sassoon, a Redkin, 
why don't we have that person who I could ask a random person in the parking lot who's Paul Mitchell and they know who he is, right? Why doesn't the barber industry have that? We almost did. Jesus was that with my foot girl. Yeah, they took me out. They took me out. <laughs> Everybody but, do that. But here's why. Here's why. Because a stylist has no problem spending $1,000 on a pair of scissors, a pair of shears. A, a stylist spends money on their product. Spend $500 on a blow dryer. And I think it's all, not only is it because, you know, they love their industry, but they understand the value of what products can do. They understand about how much money a product can make them. You know, like you were telling me the other day in there, you don't just cut people's hair. You style them, and then you sell them the product that you use to style them. Before you know it, that $15, $20 haircut came, came out to 100 bucks. Correct. And barbers need to understand that. And when they understand that they can make money doing this, then they're going to fall in love with the Paul Mitchells, with the Redkins, but the barber versions, the Jesuses. It's, it, it's funny when you say that. I've been trying to do that since 2001. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to go from barbershop to barbershop telling her, look, it's easy. You double up on your money. You invest yeah. $5 with me. And I'll make you another $5 once you yeah. sell the product. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, leave it on consignment. What? And I'm like, and I did it. And I did it for a couple of shops okay. just to get get it going. And then once they see the actually the product is working, what what does a barber do? They, hold, they go behind your back. Mm. Very normal. But you got to be professional. Yeah. You, know, you always have to be professional. Cause that's, that's, that, and that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, that barbers like going behind other people's back. Yeah, that's normal. That's that's every human does that whenever they want to do they something. Just want to get the better deal. Exactly, it's the better natural. deal, and that's natural. You know, uh, there's no nothing <laughs> bad about it. Okay. Uh, and but I just you, you go back as a business person, and I, I I went back and I was like, dude, if you want to buy ten cases, I can give you a better price. You just gotta just tell me. Talk to me. You know, you just talk to me. We very we did, I thought we had a like an open. Uh, relationship mm-hmm. right here when you know man to man business to business and like oh no Jesus this and that I'm like don't give me excuses <laughs> I can I, trust me I can beat that price it's beatable trust me and then and then that guy was like I'm not gonna say any names but the guy was like well you can do that price of course I can <laughs> you know and then I'm like okay okay then I start doing business with you again yeah. but that's that's the that's what happens when a barber does not have ethics does not have professionalism again we need to be professionals we need you can't burn bridges exactly you cannot burn bridges correct and that's exactly how it is that's how that's how she that's how that's how life works you know that's how business works and we need to be very on point very serious with what we do uh and uh, and we have to think about the the barbers that are starting coming up we need to think about because we need to leave we're growing older, we're getting older, we're older barbers, but we need to think of their future. We need to leave like a mark, like, like look, because uh, those young barbers pa- are gonna pave, be our followers. Pave the way. Yeah, Listen we up. have to do, like our kids, when we have kids, we, you, we want a good, you want a good future for your kids. You so you mind. have to build a good foundation. If we don't have build a good foundation, what's I think happen? about my, my son for career day, he wore my best, my barber vest. <laughs> And he had a uh, he had the razor, but without you know without the razor or whatever, he had the handle with the blade in it. And he was the he thought he was the man in school. Everybody loved him, but that's what he wants to be. I want to make sure he's making doctor money at that at that point. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's funny you, you just mentioned Zeus that you you went from shop to shop and you tried explaining to the barbers 
you invest five and you'll we'll double up on your money. Yeah, of course. And, I, I, I keep doing it. And just to And I keep doing it. And that, I keep doing it. And just, that's, that's and my message. That. That's my message on YouTube. That's our message on yeah. podcasts. We're going to make it happen. We'll Absolutely. change the industry. But it, it's just, just touching on that because going back to the beginning, because I've known you for a long time, so I know. It, it's crazy, Basio. Like you said, you support products by barbers for barbers, owned by barbers. And it's crazy that he had this amazing plug. And even then, he was willing to share it with the barbers in his shop. And all of them looked at it like they were crazy. And I, I go back to what Loco touched on in his presentation. Seize the opportunity. All those guys looked at you like you were crazy. Nah, Gel, you're crazy, man. You, you, I'm not buying a paddle of gel with you. And they didn't seize the opportunity. Exactly. And, that's how and it look is. what it turned into. When you see an opportunity, you got you, you grab it. I bet you they uh, they you went to you it. afterwards. <laughs> it's the risk factor. It's like you said, people don't want to risk. They don't want to risk anything. And and uh, you know our motto is you got to take shots. Michael you Jordan. You got to take shots. You Michael Jordan. To. You have to. So you have no choice. So I mean, we've gone a little a little bit different this week, Basio, and that's fine. It's cool. A little it's open conversation. A little open conversation. Yeah. But I gotta ask Zeus with all this experience. Yeah. All this time behind the chair. <laughs> All, I mean, I, I, you probably can't put a number on how many haircuts you've done. But what's your favorite haircut to do, bro? Oh. Mine. <laughs> That's a lot of haircuts. <laughs> not, to, not to put your age out there. What kind of haircut I like doing? Your most? favorite. In the 20 years you've been cutting hair. There's a lot I, of different I, styles. Anybody would love to do just a two on top <laughs> and one on the side. <laughs> we have a barber ours that we asked him. He came on. He said... You know what? I'm not gonna front, bro. One all over in the shape of. <laughs> <laughs> and and I tell you what, when you don't you hate it when you have clients and you do two on the on top, one on the side, and just just a regular shape up, square, round, and back, very simple. And then you got then you throw your client to another barber in your barber shop that um that he just started. Mm. So this barber start fading the bag and I'm yeah. like dude why are you fading the bag <laughs> why I had you this, it for me this, this guy, and exactly this guy not, not for me but for everybody because <laughs> now this guy is going to take an extra 15 minutes trying to fade the bag yeah. you know what I mean the, the back of the neck no, so I was like come on dude I mean we I had this thing going This now, <laughs> and, and now now you just messed up the entire game hey, hey my, my barbers here and, and, you don't do and that I know, I know they listen to this they they hate me sometimes because I've been, what, seven, eight years in the game? Mm. And they hate uh, – I work one day a week now. They hate when I come in on a Saturday. And literally every single haircut is a half on top and skin tight. Half on top, <laughs> that's, skin tight. That's, that's the <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're like, dude, you're, you're the king of the half on top. I'm like, I, I train my clients, bro. Exactly. And the, I'm uh, in and out. <laughs> and, and I, like I tell them. Don't don't if this barber is cutting two on top of one on the side with just a regular shape up. Yeah. Don't don't do extra stuff. Yeah. Because then the client opens his eyes and we're like, oh, now I need to switch barbers. <laughs> and now and I'm like, it's, and it's not about switching barbers. It's about like one client getting coming into the barber shop and get a haircut with any barber. That's the idea. Work yes. as a team. Yeah. Work as a team. If you don't, if you cannot work as a team. Then go open your barbershop by yourself and stay by yourself. Yeah. And that's how I think it one should be. One-man barbershop. One-man. Yeah, one-man one yeah. barbershop. So, so, so don't escape the question. What's your favorite? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like... Oh, uh, he, he finessed us. Right, right, right he, now... He, he made with us. 
<laughs> right now, um, I, I'm telling the truth. I, I, I like doing comeovers. Mm. I like doing a lot of comeovers because I like styling. Okay. I'm getting a lot into styling. Like, I don't post pictures, uh, but I like. You need to. <laughs> yeah, you need I to know open you up. Use the blow dryer. Use the blow dryer. Yeah, I use the blow dryer all the time. What's your What's the blow dryer that you What's your go to blow dryer? My goal blow drying, like what your go to. No, no, no. Your, what's your the favorite blow dryer? Your blow dryer that you like, because there's a lot of barbers who don't style. They want to know what blow dryer to use. Oh, uh, it's the Twin Turbo Thirty Two Hundred. Okay. Fast, very, uh, very good. When it comes to men's hair, you can use. Don't don't think. Oh, I need to use a hundred and twenty dollar blow dryer. I'm not gonna lie to you. You can I you can you style. Honest. I told you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can blow dry hair with any barber. Mm. I mean, any barber, any dryer, any hair dryer. Uh. But the best one out there, if you guys ask me, will be the Twin Turbo 3200. Very, cool. very efficient. Very, very good blow dryer. And um, and don't just, um, when you style hair, I tell a lot of people, they like wetting the hair and they just blow dry. No, 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 no. Put put another product in. Like, do like a hairstylist, like a hair salon. Yes. Put like some mousse or some like and then you put another um a pomade and then put a little hairspray make the client feel like he's going to a hair salon like it, he's the, the king he's like special and then what happens next is the client gets up and then hey what product do you use and they just they buy the mousse they buy the pomade the hairspray the brush mm. the blow dry you got five items that i sell in one shot <laughs> <laughs> and then the client comes out like damn i just i just spent like 150 dollars with you <laughs> hey zeus let me ask you a question what days do you work uh i only work tuesday through fridays tuesday through friday yeah tuesday through fridays and uh i'm there early uh and then uh, I, I stay there i'm i usually open and I close Okay. You know, not wow. that I need to, cause T- still to this day. Till yeah, till this day, and wow. uh, and not that I need to, cause I have two managers in the, in the shop. One, wow. I got a manager for the barber supply and a manager for the barber shop. Okay. And and they there they're early, you know, they got yeah. their schedules, but um. I got the other day you weren't there, but I got there at eight o'clock. I know, morning, I know. That was but. There was people. There were the shop the, was the, open. Yeah, the shop was open. They were there. Eight o'clock in the morning. Don't you? Doesn't the shop open at like ten? Yeah, it opens at ten. But the bar was like going no, at eight o'clock. And they were there at eight no, o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, they're early. They're wow, early. Philo. I, I I just tell them like, look, my my I always say my the schedule is from ten to seven. Mm-hmm. If you go to the barbershop earlier, mm-hmm. you can stay later. Yeah. But if you go to the barbershop after ten, like you start at ten thirty, yeah. I want you out of the barbershop at seven. I don't want yeah. you to do extra hours. Yeah. Period. Yeah. They don't deserve it. Don't, you just don't it's deserve earned. It. It's not given. Yeah, exactly. I love that. You have That's to. Dope. You have to. But that was crazy, man. And the only reason why I left because I, I had an appointment, but I came back. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not that I make more money by yeah. them going earlier. They no, they, no. They, no, no. I no, do you straight lose money. You lose electricity. Money. Yeah, but I, I have it set up. The yeah. thermostat, everything. So I okay. still get the same. I have everything set up, but um, but like I said, I just want the barber to make more money. I'm not. I don't. I, and they know. My barbers know. It's like they actually understand. They gotta love your product. The they, fact they, that you have products. Yeah, they, and, and not just that, but um, like I said, they actually can see that I put all the money that they that is given to me uh, to the building. Yeah, and, you put uh, it in. They don't even have to clean. I have a cleaning service now that yeah. goes there. I've seen the growth in, in that shop. I remember when you had you had the supply store in the I, back. Remember? And, oh my gosh, it was like a five Bro. by ten like prison Bro. cell. Literally, <laughs> literally, people. He started. It's in crazy. $200. He started in one, $200. $200. Yeah. 
Two hundred dollars. That's all it took. He started in one unit. If yeah. any, if any barbers out there are familiar with Tampa, he has they, they know the closet now. they know they know <laughs> they know uh, Pequeña Colombia. Yeah. It's the same thing. They started off in one unit, and he now has like four units and ah, split three, it. Three, three units. Three, <laughs> three, three, three. My bad. Don't excite you. But but you know it. People say it takes money to make money, and it does. But work ethic, discipline, two hundred dollars more important. I make two hundred dollars on, on a Monday. He's an example two hundred dollars on a Monday. You make that. And vision, but you gotta have vision Maybe. because he tried to convince other barbers to join him, and they didn't have the vision. And the number one thing that he said, you've said, I've said, and I'm gonna say it again: discipline. Yeah. Discipline. You you won't show up to the barbershop first if you're not disciplined. You won't leave last if you're not disciplined. You won't get to New York, Jersey, and have the distribution that he had with Mocha Gorilla without discipline. Yeah. D- discipline. So Jesus, um, how can people contact you? I know you're not, you know, heavy on social media and stuff. Oh, right now, just through Facebook, they're like crazy. You know how many messages I can't even respond. There's so <laughs> many. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can like us. <laughs> yeah. Send us a message, but if we don't, re- if we cannot respond, it's not because we don't want to. It's just we don't have the time because we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of people coming in, and we 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 send in a lot of merchandise. Right now, all over the world. Yeah, countries, right, right now we're sending a lot of merchandise to South America. Yeah, and um, and we're gonna start nationwide. We kind of I'm doing, I'm setting because like I said, if you have a good foundation, then your business is gonna grow and grow. Yeah, and I need to work on my foundation when it yeah. comes to the barber supply. I don't want to jump from just uh, I just started a retail store and then I'm doing nationwide mm-hmm. uh, distribution. Uh, I need to infrastructure myself. Yeah. Before I jumped into the next level, and okay. we, but we get in there little by little. We get in there thanks to the the barbers in Tampa. We get a lot of support. We get we get a lot of love. Um, and like I said, people go there. They're happy. As long, they like the prices. And if they don't like the prices, I usually ask why. Why you don't like the price? And then and then I lower the price mm-hmm. as, as long <laughs> as they're happy. And yeah. and because I, I I like I like giving customer service. And yeah. customer service is key. If, if you don't have customer service. Then forget it. You you get out of this business. You yeah. know what I mean. Jesus, throughout the years, man, when I sold insurance, when I did construction, oh yeah, I remember when I, construction, uh, construction, yeah, this yeah, guy, he did that the diva, the diva here. Wow. I were a telemarketer, paintball ref. The hell? I've done it all. Jesus knows that. Yeah, I've yeah, learned yeah. a lot from you, bro, and I appreciate <laughs> the knowledge. All the time, you Jesus was like, "Why don't you cut here? Why don't you cut here? Why don't you cut here?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I told Jesus, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna go work for UPS." He's like, "UPS." <laughs> like you want to be a driver? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bef- this is before I thought about being, you know, barbering. He's like, bro, have you seen a driver? Like, yeah, <laughs> bro, they are nonstop moving. The driver comes in here, bro. He's like, sign here, I gotta go. He's like, you sure you want to do that? I'm like, yeah. But anyways, I've learned a lot from you throughout the years, bro. Thank you, thank you. You gotta open up an Instagram. If I, <laughs> if I can give something back to you, you have to open up. Like you said, you said you said it yourself. Evolve. You have to open up Instagram. I, I, like I said, um, it's not that I don't want to. It's just my time. Um, and I, I and I will, eventually I will. And um, it's like this is why you're the hidden gem. You should <laughs> not be the hidden you gem. You are literally the hidden gem. Like, <laughs> Thank you. That's who you are. You, you're the you're the dark assassin. Nobody yeah. knows who you where you are who you are, but they need to. I think you can really help influence 
this industry so much and not only is it going to help your business because I'm I want to buy from you more than I've ever wanted to buy in my life from you but the fact is that you can really change the industry you have the knowledge you have the insight actually and I want experience wanna, uh, what I want to do is I want to help barbers um because I believe look I'm 36 I did what I had to do mm-hmm. um right now I feel like I'm in the position that I can help barbers like you yeah. and like Chris like if you guys want to come up with and I give you remember last time you were in the store I was like Chris you need to come up with your product and yeah. I'm going to help you push it because I already had the networking going yeah that I only need a sample I try it and make it happen yeah oh the product's you know coming I've been working I on it once the product is, I just same give me a sample yeah. so I can tell you how to improve it mm-hmm. and that's the way I can help barbers like for me to open an Instagram or a snapshot and all this stuff it's, it's a good thing it's a, I'm not saying, but I'm turning more into a family man now. It's like okay. I, I need I need time. Like I already worked. I've been working all my life basically, mm-hmm. and now that I'm I got to the point that I want to enjoy life a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and if I start, it's my wife. Ever since I started with the barber supply store, mm-hmm. I, my wife is like, man, you always on Facebook answering messages <laughs> and like imagine if I do an Instagram. I now I gotta right now. I now I gotta do Instagram. I gotta do Facebook and then Snapchat right. and then. Im- if I do a YouTube channel, I'm like, I won't have a life. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and barbers, we need to have a life. And yeah. but if we concentrate in just one thing, just one thing, just not too many things, but just one, you can make as much money as possible. You can yeah. make so much money, it won't even be funny. Yeah. But just one good thing, one good idea. That's all it takes. One good idea, and it'd be excellent. And. Uh, and you guys are more than welcome to visit me, talk to me, and, and I can even improve the idea. Give them that address one more and, time. Uh, and uh, 10410 <laughs> North Florida Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33612. And I can improve the idea, and I know and I know I can, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. I'm not going to charge you. I'm just, hey, what do you think? We can put, like, heads together, like two yeah. business people together, two, three, four, and come up with something good. Yeah. And, if, and if those barbers, they have money, they, they put the money together. And then we can that. make it even, and yeah, we can even make it even bigger than just that. barbers. They're not putting money together. That's why yeah. you have these big industries uh, knocking people off. But if we yeah. put heads together, mon- money together, and we can be the next Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell didn't he didn't do it on his own. There's some companies that really pimp barbers. Exactly. They pimp barbers, and there's no need for it. No, no. I mean, like I said, if we got go- one good product, and if let's say. You come up with your product. You know, Jesus, I got my product. I believe it's good. I believe in your product. I'm going to tell you, Chris, how much money do you need? Let's let's make this happen. And let's put more people together. So we're, just gonna, we're not going to put $100,000 together. We can put half a million dollars together. And yeah. We can throw that nationwide. And you know how much money? Bro, and, and that's it. It's done. That's powerful stuff. Listeners, that's vision. That's, that's what it takes. If we want to have the next Paul Mitchell, that's what it takes. We don't need to go outside, go go to these people who've never even touched hair, who've never even touched a freaking shave gel in their life. You need to go for, like, people... We, we need to be our own investors. Yes. We need to invest in ourselves. Like, because if you let somebody else, like Chris is saying, if we let go to a corporation, the corporation is going to put, okay, $400,000, here... I'm gonna sell your product, and they're gonna start making money for themselves. Mm-hmm. But what, what are we gonna get? We're not gonna get anything. Free product, 
for posting. We're still uh, we're still gonna be pictures. We we're still gonna be fighting over clients to make a dollar. Yes, you know. Come on. Sa- same thing happened to us in the beginning when, when we when we actually we did we did the app and Bosio knows, Apple and Android contacted us to buy the app. Why? They wanted to buy our app. They wanted to buy our app. What, and did, then you, what did you sell it? They wanted to give us pennies. Oh no! And no, then no. have no us, for us. Oh, and then no, have no, us. It. Pimp us and then have us have us market it and push it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's what like, I have no it. interest see, in that whatsoever. See, that's why we need to get together. We got yeah. to change the perception of this, man. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a strong believer. If you want it, I buy it, I sell it. Yeah. But it got to be a good price. No, you yeah. cannot. You cannot. It's got to make sense. You can't sell for yourself for cheap either. Well, the, yeah. the reason why Apple and Android thought they could do that is because their perception of barbers is yeah. they take pennies. Exactly, and, and 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 you and you guys did great by saying no to them. Yeah. And and you got and you guys should come up with new stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we we'll get together and we will we'll most definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Power of networking. Jesus, you watch uh, you watch any sports or, or fighting or anything? Boxing, MMA. I, I used to watch boxing. You used, used to. I used to. It's getting so much better now. No, it, the thing it's is, it's coming back. It, it it's. I believe it's fixed. After it I, I've seen There's a few a fights. The, the, See, the, the, I'm a, like, I, I used to watch a lot of boxing, but then I'm like, after I, after I what I saw. Yeah. A couple of times I was like, "That's it." I stopped. The only the only sport I watch nowadays is soccer, basketball. Soccer. Well, the biggest crime to boxing was that that facade or whatever you want to call it of Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Oh, that was ridiculous. That was See, that was. I was, ho- I was so hyped up for that fight, man. It's and so I'm not exciting. even mad at Mayweather for that. <sighs> I'm mad at Pacquiao. He yeah. did not show up. No. He didn't throw a punch. They didn't fight. They didn't fight. No. No, I mean, they didn't they fight. Collected they collected the robbed. checks. They, they robbed everybody. Uh-huh. I felt robbed. They robbed felt everybody. <laughs> So I was like, never again. After that, after after that fight, I was like, never well, again. Well, for Basio, it was after the uh, uh, Bradley. Was it Bradley? Oh, my God. Oh, Bradley. <laughs> when he Bradley was even worse. When he, that was Before horrible. That, when, when the Bradley thing out. happened, I, yeah, that was, I, never, that was, I stopped. That was worse. But I'm back now. Are you and back? They, I'm back now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. These Russian fighters are Oof. bringing boxing back. The Kovalevs, the Triple Gs. Triple G. They're knocking everybody out. I'm talking about if they got 30 fights... They've knocked out 29. Wow. Like, and any, they're, they're afraid to fight these guys. Nobody wants to fight them. They're afraid. Triple G is calling out everyone. Kovalev is calling out everyone. Well, they Triple don't want to fight him. He's been calling out Cotto for a minute. Cotto don't want to fight him. Nobody wants to fight him. Nobody does. But not, not only Cotto, Canelo don't want to fight him. Canelo don't want to fight him either. Nobody wants to fight these guys. And it's real simple. They will knock you the hell out. And I'm talking about... Like Cotto used to be. Remember the body punches? He used to knock people out with body punches. Yeah, yeah. He was a real boxer. I've seen Triple G do that. That's Triple G. I've seen Triple G. He'll hit you with a jab to the body and you're done. A jab to the body. I saw done. I saw him literally make a guy almost cry with a body no. shot. Knock him out. <laughs> these are the these are the guys that are bringing boxing back because that's real boxing. They're warriors in the ring and they fight and you're probably going to last three rounds. But the reason I bring up the, the, the boxing or the, the MMA was just to kind of see if, it, if Jesus... Um, followed any of it, but if you didn't know, Basio, and I'm not a big gambling man, Jesus, but I'm, I'm gonna put whatever you want to put on this one. What? Nate Diaz and McGregor signed up to fight again. UFC 200. <laughs> they did. They signed up this to fight again. And you know what's crazy? So, no, 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 no. What's crazy? Nothing, because I had to hear your mouth. Whatever you want to put on but it, listen, but listen, I'm going McGregor. I never knew about this, but I don't, because I don't watch the news, I don't watch ESPN, none of that stuff. I don't watch sports. I haven't watched a basketball game, and that's my sport. This whole season, I haven't really? watched one game. One game? Not one game. 
But it's real simple. If it's important, you're gonna hear about it. Yeah. In a barbershop, if it's important, you're gonna hear about you it. You didn't hear about it. And before you, the f- first three customers, I I know everything I need to know the rest <laughs> of the day, and I'll talk to my customers like I've like I watched the game, but I didn't know about the Connor thing. They just resigned, and they're gonna fight at one seventy. Who are you taking? I just told you I'm putting whatever because I know you're gonna go Nick again or Nate Diaz, whatever his name is. Diaz, I, I, went I bet you, time. I bet you anything you want to bet. I, I don't think with with prep <laughs> with prepar- with preparation now. McGregor, he went up two weight classes in two weeks. I'm t- what? What do you want right now on the podcast? Here's the what people, people listening. Here's what people don't say. Diaz was on a boat fishing two weeks before he knew he had to fight too. That's fine. Okay. McGregor had to go up two weight classes. It doesn't matter. 30 pounds, Endurance bro. is endurance. This man put him in a headlock the last yes, round, tapped him out. You're not a fighter, MMA fighter or anything, but it, it, it's... You look like it, you could be a fighter, though. You kind of. Like you can be a boxer. No, you could be a boxer. Come on. Like, no, no. You look like Oscar De La Hoya. If you, like you want to see what Jesus looks like, just look at uh, look. Oscar De La Hoya and you got Jesus. No, 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 no. Better, better <laughs> that's yet, not better true. That's better not yet, true. Better, <laughs> better yet. If you want to see Jesus, Crazy, I'll, be post, I'll, be, I'll be uploading some pictures later on tonight to our Instagram page. <laughs> Go follow at the Barber Session, and you'll see this dude looks exactly like De La Hoya. Now that you say that, that's crazy. That's Matter of fact, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to crop a picture of De La Hoya next to him. The oh golden boy is in the house. It'll be, it'll, the it'll be my privilege to marry that guy. Just, you know how much money this guy makes? The golden boy. No, man. But, but, you, don't, you don't know too much nice. about that. You don't know too much about that. And neither, neither do I. I mean, I'm a barber, but it doesn't take a genius. He went up. I don't care how hard you're training. He went up 30 pounds. That's weight that you weren't, you weren't uh, accounting for. Training or not, he went up two weight classes in two weeks. Pacquiao went up seven. Mayweather went up five or six. With time. Not with time. With a whole training camp. Pacquiao did it overnight, baby. Yeah, listen, whatever. Bro. That's why they hey, thought he was more on steroids. Did, did yeah. you see? That's why they thought Pacquiao yeah. was on did, steroids. Did you see? Did you Pacquiao, see? I mean, Pacquiao. Pacquiao did it. His style is. It's insane. He went up, it's insane. He, he went up it's, what? It's, it's 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 overwhelming. He's he is one of the best boxers I ever seen um, style um, excitement it's very ad- athletic very 100% his physique is like yeah. of a boxer yeah. when it comes to his uh, footwork exactly it's excellent now oh it's it's sad what they done to boxing whenever see when, when you see those management fi- the, when you see those fighters like those fights that you think you know this guy actually won the fight yeah. I mean, oh, you don't even have yeah. to be a judge. You don't even have to know anything you about know boxing. Anything about boxing, and you know this guy won, and then they say he he lost the fight. That every then what would you believe in that sport? Jesus, that, I, then that's what took me out. And I then, left before the fight was over. And that every Bradley fight, I the, thought yeah, it was the Bradley, over. That the, he calls me. He left says, in the seventh round. <laughs> he calls me and says Pacquiao lost. I said, shut up! You're so stupid. <laughs> you don't have to know anything about boxing. For for you to see that actually Pacquiao won that fight. Oh my god! I mean, Bradley won like two rounds, if that. I gave him two rounds, maybe three. How max. did he win? Money. I don't know. Bro, that's what I mean. It's uh, management. Uh, it's my, your my, representation. My, uh, the things that are not in your hands. My crazy theory is that Mayweather's people paid off the judges, so he because at that time that's when Mayweather had to. But one thing Mayweather I know is that they made a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> they oh, made what, a lot what, what, of what money. The, the, the Pacquiao Mayweather is three hundred million dollars, something like that. 
So this guy is three, four hundred million dollars. I think they they overpaid. They retired on that fight. The pay per view was a hundred dollars. Boxers, I believe they make too much money. They don't like, and they don't. The way they talk to people, like I don't want to say names, but you know which boxer I'm talking about. He's I'll very, say it. Mayweather. He's very very rude. I don't yeah. know. He shouldn't get paid what he's getting. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, I don't even want to talk about boxing. Let's change the subject because it just makes me sad. They messed what, up the entire what sport. What it used to be. And then yeah, yeah, they, this, messed, they this, messed up the sport. This, and some people may get mad at me about it, but this this image they're trying to paint with Canelo. Canelo, oh, Canelo. is not De La Hoya, and he never will be. He has a, a, a good um, punch. He does. He has a very strong But I don't think he's as complete as De La Hoya. No, 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 no. He's too slow. Way he, too he's, slow. He's, and he doesn't have the endurance. His leg movement is yeah. it's not as nah. It's like his feet are in concrete. Yeah. He's, he can't move. But um nah. They they, they need to they need to do something about that. Otherwise I mean I don't I, that's the reason why I stopped watching boxing. I don't watch boxing anymore. I don't I don't even follow it. I don't blame you, man. We did all went to the back real quick. We can edit this out so it's no big deal. <clears throat> you guys flake without me? No, we t- we, we're talking. We just stopped right now. I'm going to pick up right here so you can edit wh- whatever yeah, the I'm end of our boxing conversation. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be the episode that I had to edit the least. Yeah. Uh, no, the first one, too. The first one, too. But this, this one's the first one. This one's probably the least. Though. I'm, I'm going to pick up right here because I, I be, I've been wanting to talk to you on this and that. Um, did you see what happened last week, Bozio? What? What the Heat did to the Cavaliers? No, I didn't what see hour it. Miami Heat did the Cavaliers? I didn't see it. I told you I didn't watch any basketball. This goes in depth. There's, there's layers to this. They beat the Cavs in Miami by 21 points. Whoa. Afterwards, LeBron James starts getting heat on Twitter from Cleveland. They said LeBron wants to come back. Whoa. My bad. There's layers to it. I don't know. I don't know when he wants to come back. I don't know. The fact is, we all know LeBron. <clears throat> He's a crybaby. So, he gets beat by D Wade and his old team. In Miami by 21 points, right? He starts getting heat from the Cleveland fans. And what does LeBron do? LeBron unfollows the page or the Twitter account for the Cleveland Cavaliers. What do you think that does? Wow. Your own team. So your boy Skip Bayless and and Stephen A, obviously. <clears throat> this is a reminder that LeBron's giving everybody. You guys want to complain? Mm, I'll you, do got, it again. You, you guys want to? You guys want to throw jabs at me because we lost to Miami? Oh, excuse me. They haven't won in Miami since he went back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They haven't won in Miami again ever. Miami's a good team. Absolutely. But it's just a reminder LeBron's giving everybody that I'll leave again. Yeah. Don't so. get it twisted. He should. I don't owe you. But yo, <laughs> Miami, Miami's something to be messed with man. They're in the gonna East be, they're going to surprise people come, they're gonna come be, playoff time well the problem is and if you look at the standings right now if they both advance mm-hmm. it'll be Miami versus Cleveland in round two uh, and the last thing Cleveland wants to do is come to Miami no of course LeBron does not want to come to Miami with a healthy Bosch nah of course Whiteside D Wade peaking right now a healthy Miami Heat is definitely the two seed more complete you see what I'm saying so oh, no, not, definitely the two seed but a better team and more complete team than Cleveland yeah oh yeah definitely yeah, I want to add a twist to this show, cause earlier, um, Jesus mentioned stocks. I'm a stock guy. Oh yeah, I made money guy? there. Yeah, 
I made money. So this is something that barbers don't talk about ever. We talk about sports, but we never talk about stocks. I wish stocks were the sports of barbering because then all the barbers can make money. Yeah, but not uh, every barber likes stocks. It's something that you need to look at every day. I made money. I made good money <coughs> in the first year. So yeah. I was looking at it every day. Just like yeah. your business. Yeah. You take care of your business every day, yeah. so your business is going to grow. Yeah. The day you turn around and you forget about your business, what's going to happen? It just goes down. Mm-hmm. So you forget about it. I'll tell you. First year, I made, uh, I want to say I made $5,000. Mm-hmm. Quick. Quick yeah. money. I took my investment out. I left the $5,000 that I made, left it there. Mm-hmm. That thing turned into $10,000. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, that, uh, that that's making money with no money because you already took your investment yeah, out. Your okay, out. I turn around, <laughs> that thing's still there. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I took half of it out, uh-huh. and then I've totally forgot about my stocks because I was doing other businesses, and that's the one thing that you don't want to do. My stocks are still there, but it just went turned into half. Yeah. So. If you want to do stocks, like I always say, if you want to do something, whatever you do, do one thing and, and take focus and focus on and take yeah. care of it. You know what I mean? But stocks is something that you need to look at every single day, every single day, and you're gonna be very successful. Very, I made money. I, at one point, I was like, well, how about if I put a hundred thousand dollars there? Yeah. Then I don't need to work. Yeah. I just need <laughs> to just look at the stocks every day, make some moves, and then go to the beach. I have clients. Like I have clients. <coughs> they live crazy. off stocks. Yeah, I, I do, and they tell me, Jesus, if you put five thousand, I put another five thousand, so we yeah. can, so you can yeah. see, you know, how much money I'm making. And then yeah. I was like, I, some people, like, like, like I said, if if um, everybody starts buying stocks and mm. and then, like, let, let me give you a better example. Not everybody can be a barber. Yeah. So if, let's say you put every oh you say oh, I'm a great barber I make this much money then everybody wants to be a barber but yeah, not everybody can be a barber not everybody can be an owner you know what yeah. I mean and not everybody can be an owner of yeah. a barber shop everybody's like every That's barber right. shop's dream it's to become a barbershop owner. owner and I know and I support my barbers too mm-hmm. I had a couple of barbers that went to their own ways they opened their own barber shop I wish them the best mm-hmm. you know what I mean of course but sometimes it. I tell them like you have to invest in your business. Mm-hmm. It's not about you sucking the blood off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But let's go back to the stocks. Yeah. Now, you once you start doing the stocks and stuff like that, you kind of like the idea of making money. Mm-hmm. But you never. It's like they, your friend is making so much money. That's what yeah. he does for a living. Yeah. He's good at it. He yeah. likes what he does. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's say you go in it with him, mm-hmm. and then you go your. You don't make the same the same amount of money that he does because mm-hmm. you you have different you think different you think so you're different. gonna like no no this is not gonna do it so let yeah. me just pick another stock and then you and then you start losing money yeah so I always advise everybody just do what you like if you're do gonna do you stocks like. you do stocks you're gonna do barbering do barbering you're gonna do real estate do real estate be the best be the best realtor so what know? do you think about real estate real estate this guy he's big in the real estate um you have to have a vision. As a business, um, as a bi- as a businessman, you guys had a vision now of doing the trailer. Mm-hmm. Excellent vision. I can see that going further in. Mm-hmm. And I already talked to him. 
you need to pen that idea or or like do something but you know people are going to jump on it mm-hmm. you don't want that you know okay. what i mean so you have to think about all these options you have to have the vision of what's going to be next mm-hmm. like so like right now everybody's buying houses mm-hmm. but the buying house market if you wanted to make money that was four or five years ago not now now it's for the people that bought houses five years ago they're gonna keep on buying yeah. now you want to get in the game it's too late because you're gonna it's gonna cost you more money yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't right now as is i would buy my, my own house but i wouldn't buy no invest no investment it's, it's too late and right now i think it's too late what do you think about it's not late homes? unless you have a lot of money yeah. if you have a lot of money then get in it yeah, because there's a lot of money to be made because you can get a small cap rate and you'll be happy with that yeah the first house uh, the first property I bought it was uh, 2,500 square feet $40,000 that was my whoa wow. that, that was, that 2,500 was, square feet it was a 5 bedroom 3 bathroom and wow. what exactly that was what 5-6 years ago and that's how that's, and that's when you needed to start to jump on it like now barbers I, what I see right now the next Paul Mitchell, like 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 Chris, like you're like you're saying, wh- whoever barber starts a brand, well thought out, a, a very good product. Uh, uh, if somebody does like a nice corporation, because a barber by himself is not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it might last like two, three, four months, six months, and then it's gonna die out. I already know that. Mm-hmm. You need to put people together. You need to put barbers together investors money together to make something that's going to last for a long time just like paul mitchell redkins and all yeah. the big companies and then who knows you might even start you know you might go into the stock market and then you bl- you blow up yeah. and uh, but you need whoever does that right now is is going to be the next leading hair product line and it's going to stay for a long 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 time and, and and they better do it quick. So Jesus, listen, great information, bro. Thank you so much for coming out. You got nuggets for days. I hope we can have you on the show maybe again later down the line. Um, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, man. I want to. It was my you. pleasure. I want to come to your shop and just shadow you for a day. Like that's <laughs> that's how. You're that's more how than I'm welcome to do that. I appreciate it. Man. You and Christian, definitely, I'm, man. I'm s- on my behalf as well, I just want to say thanks, man. I know you for a long time. Just appreciate you coming out. Thank you, guys. Thank you for inviting me. And it was a pleasure. It was a good experience. And anything that I can do to make the uh, the barber industry better or the, just just name it. I'm there. And whatever I can do, I'll do it for you guys. You know what I mean? And the industry. Signing out from Headline Studios. The Barber Session. <laughs>